0: Thank you for visiting the Sanctuary Fellowship. We pray the following message will be encouraging to you. For more information about us, visit us on the web at www.sanctuaryfellowship.org. Listen in as we start taking away the layers of religion and discover the joys of a relationship with the Creator.
1: You forgot to do the two hug minimum. Wait, wait, wait. So instead, we're going to do the two drink minimum. So everyone, just take a drink of the Holy Ghost right now, right now, before you do the hug. Oh, God, we drink. The Bible commands you, it says, we all drink of one spirit. The Bible says, open your mouth and I will fill it, says the Lord. So just let him fill you just for the next minute, right now. God, fill us, God. Just drink of the spirit. We worship you, God. Come on, take a drink of him. Drink of him. Two drink minimum. God, we drink today, Lord God. We worship you, God. Let's just engage him right now. I I don't feel like talking yet. Just, Just engage the Lord. It's you and him right now. It's you and him. God, fill us today, Lord God. We bless you, Lord. I just release right now waves of glory, waves of glory. We just receive you right now. We drink of your spirit, God. Whoa. We thank you, God. More, Lord. Fill us, God. If you're thirsty for something in your life today, it's right here. Take a drink. God, we drink today, Lord God. We bless you today, oh God. We love you with all of our hearts, oh God. We want more of you. We're a desperate people, God. We, We want you more than an alcoholic wants a drink, oh God. More than a junkie wants another needle, God. We're so desperate for you, God. We're in love with you, Lord God. Say God is looking for lovers today. He's not looking for servants. He's not looking for slaves. God is looking for lovers. Just receive right now. Receive of the Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. God, we receive you, Lord. We bless you today, oh God. In the name of Jesus, amen. Okay, now you could do the two hug minimum. If everyone could get out of your seat, this isn't my usual thing. Tell him, Sandy. okay don't get too crazy here we said to get undignified but now you're getting out of control so let's just ask ask everyone to take your seats and if you could turn in your bible to ephesians chapter three Starting in verse 2, and I'm going to ask my wife, Norma, to come up and read the scripture, and then she's going to pray. Philippians chapter 3, verse 2. Uh, Philippians, I'm sorry. I'm flipping, that's one <laughs> Philippians chapter 3.
2: Verses 2 to 9. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. For we are the circumcision, which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh. If any other man thinks that he has where he might trust in the flesh, I more circumcised the eighth day of the stock of israel of the tribe of benjamin a hebrew of hebrews as concerning the law a pharisee concerning zeal persecuting the church touching the righteousness which is in the law blameless but what things were gained to me those i count loss for christ no doubt i count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of christ jesus my lord For whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ. The righteousness which is of God by faith. Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, I intercede for everyone here, Lord, and I ask you, Lord, that this might not be just another preaching, Lord, but that we may take the word, Lord, we may chew on it, Lord, let us digest it, Lord, let us get strength from it, Lord, and put it into practice on a daily basis, Lord. We ask you, Holy Spirit of God, to reveal what the Father has for us, what Jesus has for us today, Lord, and let us be strong in your word. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. So Norma just read those verses from the New King James Version. That's for all you Bible scholars out there. But I want to read it now from the Message Bible. The Message Bible is a paraphrase Bible. It's not a direct translation, but what it does is take things um, from the Bible that were pertinent to ancient times and puts it in modern day language and applies it to modern day things. So I just want you to hear this in the in the message Bible. Steer clear of the barking dogs; those religious busybodies, all bark and no bite. All they're interested in is appearances. Knife happy circumcisers, I call them. The real believers are the ones the Spirit of God leads to work away at this ministry, filling the air with Christ's praise as we do it. We couldn't carry this off by our own efforts, and we know it, even though we can list what many think are impressive credentials. You know my pedigree, a legitimate birth, circumcised on the eighth day, an Israelite from the elite tribe of Benjamin a strict and devout adherent to God's law, a fiery defender of the purity of my religion, even to the point of persecuting Christians, a meticulous observer of everything set down in God's law book. Now this is the part I want you to hear. The very credentials these people are waving around as something special, I'm tearing up and throwing out with the trash, along with everything else I used to take credit for. And why? Because of Christ. Yes, all the things I once thought were so important are gone from my life. Compared to the high privilege of knowing Christ Jesus as my master firsthand, everything I once thought I had going for me is insignificant. Dog dung. Does that sound like a good title for the message? Dog dung? I've dumped it all in the trash so that I can embrace Christ and be embraced by Him. I don't want some petty, inferior brand of righteousness that comes from keeping a list of rules when I could get the robust kind that comes from trusting Christ, Christ's righteousness. Last week, I was, as Pastor George said, I was at a conference in Oklahoma and people were there because they heard that there was going to be a conference that was outside of the typical religious system, some a place where they could find freedom. And we got a bunch of crazy, anti-religious worshipers, unashamed worshipers of the Most High God. Because they were looking for freedom, and, and it's hard to find it in the traditional church. And they came from all the different churches around Oklahoma. We haven't had people from the glory that came. And we didn't have any known speaker, nobody famous, but people who were just tired of religion, tired of all the rules and regulations, tired of people walking around with their credentials. All they wanted was God, just like the scripture said and we didn't even get to preach the holy spirit was breaking out all over people laid out all over the floors people some people were screaming crying running around because that's what it's all about it's all about freedom in christ and they were tired about all the all those regulations and all the rules that are all anti biblical like I've been in churches, they told me you can't raise your hands before God, even though the Bible says lift up holy hands to God. I've been in churches where they said you can't speak in tongues, even though the Bible says prohibit not speaking in tongues. I've been in churches where they say you can't prophesy, even though the Bible says that you're quenching the Spirit of God when you do that. I've been in churches where they said, don't dance. Oh, we don't dance here. But the Bible says, dance to the Lord. There are people, how many people told me, you don't need to shout. The devil's not deaf. God's not deaf. You don't need to shout. But Hebrews chapter 5, it says, Jesus cried out to the Lord with loud cries and tears. And I'm tired of those religious restrictions. All these rules placed by people based on their personal preferences. And that's what happened in Oklahoma. There were people that just wanted the freedom of the Holy Spirit. Because these scriptures that I just read says everything else is worthless. All the credentials... I'm I'm an ordained minister. I have a master's degree, but before God it's all worth nothing. I'm not saying it's not useful. It is useful. But I can't stand before God or before God's people and say, be impressed, I've been ordained, I, I, I've got this education, it's all worthless. i got nothing at all to offer you. It's all, it's all about Jesus. That's why Paul in the book of Philippians, he said, everything that I was, and he was a big rabbi with great education. He was one of the rulers of the people. He was considered righteous by everyone. he he was one of the big shots of the day one of the celebrities of the day and he walked around in that and he loved it and he loved all the honor he loved the fame until one day he had an encounter with Jesus and he said everything else but that I consider it dog do I consider it all rubbish and that's what we have to offer you here in this church we have to offer you Jesus Anything else i got to give you, it's all rubbish. Don't take it. If I'm giving you anything but more of God, more of Jesus, if anyone's trying to hold you back, don't receive it. We call that religion. Religion is man's rules. It's man's way of trying to get up to God. But Christianity is about God coming down to you because he loves you. Christianity is about a passionate love relationship between you and God. It's not about all the formality. It's not about pleasing man. Yeah, Yesterday, I was in the mall in New Jersey. And you know what we were doing? The same thing we do here Wednesday nights, giving prophetic words to people, interpreting dreams. we well, out doing it in the mall in New Jersey, and people were getting touched. Because you can only give the same people so many prophetic words. So I thought maybe we could go out and get the unsaved people, just like Jesus did. Jesus, in John chapter 4, there was a woman at the well, and she was a prostitute. But Jesus began to prophesy over her, tell her about her past. And not only did she get saved, she went out and brought all her friends back. There were Joseph and Daniel in the Bible. They interpreted dreams to the lost people. But yet, as I was out in the, in the mall in New Jersey, Christians filled with the religious spirit told me that I was operating under the spirit of
3: witchcraft.
1: And guess where, and guess where she's from? The church right down the block. So I said, well, you better that's, see. That's why I'm happy I'm not a pastor. I like the prophetic stuff. Let them call Pastor George back here and complain. But people, this is religion. It's a perfect picture. We had people crying in the mall. We had people getting saved, people getting touched, lives being changed. And the Christians are angry because it didn't fit into their conception, even though everything that we did was right out of the Bible. That's religion. That's religion, and there's a remnant of people that's sick of it. And that's what happened last week, why we saw such a powerful move of God. Because people were coming, all they wanted was Jesus. They weren't looking for a big name. They they weren't looking for... To be seen, they weren't walking around with business cards trying to promote themselves. They just came. We had some even people who were well-known, and they took off everything. They, they put away their credentials, their business cards, and they just came and went after God because that's what it's all about. Anything else is dog poo everything else that's not about jesus in your life about loving jesus about getting more of him and letting him change you it's all worthless so i just break off for you right now any other misconception that you have anything of the past anyone that told you you got to do it our way you got you got to dance like this you got to talk like this you got to dress like this i break that off for you right now in jesus name There's nothing more boring than religion, but there's nothing more exciting than God. There's nothing more exciting than just worshiping God, than speaking out in his name, than serving him. You never know what God's going to do. It's an adventure serving God. But it's the most boring thing in the world when man has to put his stamp on it. I, I, I got to show you this scripture here. Probably never you no, no one, I never saw it before in this version. And I'm not going to use too many scriptures today, but I want to turn to the book of Amos. Let's see who even could find it. Amos chapter 5. We should have a contest to see who could find the book of Amos first. I feel all the wind, at least up here, from people turning back and forth in their Bibles. So Amos chapter 5, I'm going to read verse 21. If you haven't found it yet, just listen. And you might never have heard, of, this is God speaking to the religious establishment. And God was saying, say, not only do I hate religion, not only does this church hate religion, you could see it right on the website. It's one of the slogans, one of the identifying marks of this church is that we hate religion. We hate things that are man-made that keep us back from the fullness of God. But let me show you what God what God thinks about it and let me tell me if this doesn't sound like a lot of church life Amos chapter 5 starting in verse 21 this is God speaking He says I can't stand your religious meetings I'm fed up with your conferences and conventions I want nothing to do with your religion projects your pretentious slogans and goals I'm sick of your fundraising schemes, your public relations and image-making. I've had all I can take of your noisy ego music. When was the last time you sang to me? Do you know what I want? I want justice, oceans of it. I want fairness, rivers of it. That's all I want. That's all I want. I didn't write that, Pastor George, so it sounds like something I would have wrote, right? But God is just as sick of it as we are. God is tired of people trying to promote themselves. God is sick of people trying to use Christianity to make money. God is sick of people trying to build their own kingdom, build their own big buildings as a shrine to themselves. God is sick of it. There's nothing wrong with fundraising. There's nothing wrong with with conventions and conferences, but there's something wrong with the way that it's being done in America. There's something wrong when when everything is so structured that there's no room for God. There's no place for God. When we've been given a wrong image of who God is, God loves you. You don't have to earn God's love. How, How many times do you ever hear that? That God just loves you just for who you are. That he created you in his image. And he's madly, passionately in love with you. You don't have to turn to it, but in Isaiah chapter 29, verses 12 to 14, Jesus told the Israelites, he says, Your worship is nothing but rules made by men. See, God's not pleased either. There, as I said before during the worship, King David in the Bible, he, he was a king. And that's important, right, to be a king, to walk in authority. But when came, he came, was, he was so awed by the presence of God that he took off his crown. He took off his robes and he threw it down to the ground because he knew God's not impressed with that. We're not impressed with that either, right, Pastor George? All the people hand you business cards. Oh, you got to have me in your church. I got a word from your church. I just did that, and I just did that. Oh, I'm sick and tired of it, and God's sick and tired of it. It's all rules by, made by men. It's tradition. Being a Christian is about freedom. It's not about tradition. It's not about we always did it this way, or you got to look like this or that. It's not about pleasing man. It's just about pleasing him. It's about pleasing the God that loves you. And the Bible says that he's passionately in love with you. And I didn't want to preach too long because I'd rather pray and worship. Because we, we've been saying that worship is a lifestyle, right? It's about everything that you do. But even that being said, there is something about worship just showing, taking time, whether it's in music or creativity or through the arts, just taking time and passionately expressing your devotion to Jesus. And there's so many ways that can be done, but the church has cut it off. Again, that's why we had so many of those people in Oklahoma. We had artists come, and the churches said, well, you can't worship God in painting. We're not accepting your dance. We don't don't want poetry. We just want the same old formula, the same old dead thing week after week, thinking that God is going to bless it somehow. But God has put creativity in you. It's not all about everybody doing the same thing or singing the same kind of songs. It's about who God made you to be and expressing it before him. So many of you have different talents, and I just want to tell you that you're welcome here. The expression of your talents are welcome here. The expression of who you are, your creativity is welcome here. See, God is the most creative person that ever existed. Do you know when Jesus prayed for people he, and for healing, he never did the same thing twice? One time he spit on somebody's tongue, another time he put mud in somebody's eyes. He's just so creative. God hates uniformity. He hates everything always the same way all the time. Look at, you ever watch the nature shows, he created so many varieties of animals and fish and colors. God is so creative, but when we represent him, we represent him as being boring. So that's one thing I want to pray for you today, is to release that creativity. So I'm going to ask um, Pastor George to get ready, because um, there's a song. And th- this will get rid of anyone here who has any of the religious spirit left. So I don't, I don't know. I'm just here today. So I, I thank God that Pastor George is the pastor, so he could deal with all the mess after I go home today. But one day, a few, a few months ago. I was just sitting, driving in my car, and this song kept popping into my head by Andy Gibb from back in the day. It's called, I Just Wanna Be Your Everything. And you know what I kept doing? I kept saying, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, thinking that the enemy's trying to get a hold of my head to bring me back to the day where the last time I heard that song, who the heck knows what I was doing, laid out somewhere. Oh boy, we don't want to go back there, right, Sal? <laughs> it just kept popping up in my head. And I kept trying to throw it out because I had God in this box and saying God can only speak to me in certain ways. And I don't I don't listen to that to that music, me personally, the only in terms of what I listen to on CDs, I only listen to basically worship music. I'm not telling you to do that, but I'm just talking about me. So I'm not endorsing anything or any singers or any kind of thing. But God chose to speak to me in that way, and I realized that that was God saying, I just want to be your everything, I want to be everything in your life. And there's a part of the song that says, if I had to live without you, I'd rather die. And that's what Jesus did. He died for me. He would have rather faced death than to live without me. That's the passionate love God has. So believe it or not, and your friends aren't going to believe this, but we're going to play that song right now because we've got to get out of that box. But we're not going to just listen. Get up and worship him. I don't
4: care. Let's stand up and worship him. For so long, you and me have been finding each other for so long. And the feeling that I feel for you is more than stronger. Take it from me, if you give a little more than you
5: Lift it up, my eyes set on the one who helps me. I'm awake now, and I can see his eternal eyes of love on me. Yet, he lets me, he lets me in into his house, and I found a checkbook. On it I see, paid to humanity. Then I look a little closer. I see his blood has signed a check for me. My debt was so great, I couldn't bear it. So I quickly dropped to my knees. Lord, I repent. You've paid the price for me. I turned away from the one who carried me when I was weak. I grieved his spirit. I lost hope. i rather have cursed him and died than to live in agony. But thank you, Jesus. I received your check. It said forgiven. And so the story ends and begins again with another whisper. Come to me. Sin and pain washed away. My blood will restore double and more.
0: Um, I'm just going to do my poem, I'm not going to lead into it. These words are terrific tangled tendrils, corkscrew curls crowning the glory that is this girl that God created. These intricate words and phrases are His gift and I sing His praises knowing that even in the darkness I am immersed in His light. And as I fight these daily battles to resist the temptations and elations of this world for the the promises of the next, I can't help but be vexed and perplexed at the mass suggestion of mass-produced trash that the media is fast to force-feed minorities. See, we are a generation lacking cultural education, forgotten past lead us off narrow paths to righteousness. And I fight this, this lack of knowledge of self by recognizing that my mind, body, and soul are my greatest wealth, put my family first and eternally thirst for His grace. I give thanks and praise and will preach to anyone that will listen. I verbally christen virgin ears with the truth. I put my faith in the youth as our future. We are war and wounded, but unity will be our suture. And I encourage fathers, mothers, and lovers to sow seeds that will bloom and consume the emptiness that has been, because I know consciously choosing ignorance is indeed the greatest sin.
1: Amen. Now we're, now we're ready for Veronica. But see, that's worth, That's just as much worship as sitting and, and singing amazing grace. It's whatever God has placed in you and the way that he's done it. Don't, don't let the enemy use their religious mindset to destroy what God's placed in you.
6: Away, away. along with you away Just say.
3: In reality has to be these principalities i'm sick of this spiritual wickedness where's the liberty liberty the remedy to live a victorious life this enemy is constantly setting up his line of defense so stay conscious i've been on both sides of the fence listen it's god's name and god's way to obtain the victory ain't nobody else you could blame for pain and when it comes to the lord are we waiting on him or hating on him Cause the man who weighs strength will come upon him And sometimes it's not the devil that's making it hard It's our flesh like Jacob, people wrestle with God We want our way, our will, our destiny We don't pray too busy in carnality We get delivered from the same thing over and over again God delivers us from our enemies and not from our friends friends. He's not willing to take what you're not willing to give Deliverance is for the desperate, in him we live My sons, give me your heart and I envy, but reverently observe my ways faithfully, diligently search for me, and I'll be there. Be prepared, cause I separate the weed from the tear. My daughters give me your heart, and I envy, but reverently observe my way faithfully, diligently search for me, and I'll be there. Be prepared, cause I separate the weed from the tear. There's those who live for this world, and those for the next. They live for the sex, live for the checks, live for the lex. And there's those living righteous, living giving them all. They stand when they fall, and like Paul, y'all walking. And there's those who play a church game still living the same Disgracing his name, serving the vain, no Don't escaping the shame. flame In last days, these past ways, they won't pay Life's maze and life's phase and hell's flays. But there's a fountain flowing for the soul that's unclean For the fiend, for the teen, and for the violent and mean You see, you know the deal that God's real and God heals God feels and God builds, to God yield He's faithful he trusts those who trust in his name He's healing the name He'll take your burning and pain, so maintain So when things are looking down, I'm, I'm looking up, up. Trusting Him and obeying. The Lord is filling my cup. So let's recognize the supreme being. this God seeing everything. These are exposed. Evil is fleeing. If you're Korean, Haitian, Hispanic, or Black, the way to attack is with the word because it's a track. So give out a track and tell people about Christ. Because some reject Him in life and some accept Him in life. Come on and not envy, but reverently observe his ways faithfully, diligently, diligently search for him and he'll be there. Be prepared cause he separates the wheat from the tear, Lord has give me your heart and not envy, but reverently observe his way faithfully, diligently, diligently search for him and he'll be there. Be prepared cause he separates the wheat from the tear, come on. Praise the Lord.
1: You see, that's worship. That's just as much worship as if we had a quartet standing up here. It's just as much worship if somebody just decided to sit quietly and sing hymns to God. Say it's all about the, your personal relationship with Him. There's no right or wrong way as long as you're doing it in love and in holiness and in modesty. It's all about what God's placed in you. I'm going to ask you right now, if if you know that there's creativity in you in in this way, if you're an artist, or if you've been singing, or a musician, or you're a rapper, or a writer, I'm just going to ask you to stand. I just want to bless that in you right now. If that's you right now, you, you have creativity living inside of you. I know there's more. We got we got dancers. We got Holy Ghost rock and rollers here. We got, we got we got crazy hip hoppers for the Lord. Just stand up right now. And I want Pastor George to come, and I had also asked Joe to bring some of the fathers here. Is um, Joe still here? Joe, Joe is a police officer. I heard that what happened in his precinct, that someone came and stole the toilet this week, and they said that up to now the police have nothing to go on. Oh, oh, okay. You got a few fingerprints off the bone. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pastor George, you let people say that kind of stuff in church, talk about dog do and all this? I can't wait till people start listening to the tape on the internet. But this was a picture that God showed me. I'm going to ask for some of the spiritual fathers just to stand across here. If Mark could come and Freddie, if you could come up trying to get away and Louis back there. Whether or not you're a father in the natural, we have some spiritual fathers here. And I'm just going to ask you to spread out, and, and because there's power in a Father's blessing. The Bible teaches that. And I, Pastor George preached a message a few months ago called, I Free You. And I preach that in churches all over. I just don't give him the credit for it. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be revealing all this stuff today. I've got to hold something back. But I'm just going to ask all the fathers just stretch your hands out because. The Bible says that there's power when you're cursed. When somebody curses the gift that God's given you, it causes it to shrivel and dry up. But there's power in the blessing, especially of spiritual fathers, of men of God. See, we have, we have mighty warriors in this church. We have mighty men of God who walk in holiness. And when they release the blessing, something happens to that gift that God's put in you, and it begins to blossom and grow. And I'm going to ask Pastor George, as the spiritual leader, as the father of this house, he's going to speak to that gift, and it's going to start to blossom in you. You're going to start to prosper. You're going to start to have new realms and levels of worship and success that you've never had before. Because we're getting your gift out of the box.
7: Yes, Lord. Father, we just release it right now in Jesus' name. Everything that you've ever been told, you can't do it that way in church. You have to change it in church. You need to change the way you look. You need to change the way you talk. You need to change the way you sing and the, the things you sing. Everything that, everything that God has put in you that man has tried to quench and that man has tried to shape and that man has tried to discourage, I just release right now in Jesus' name. We release it right now. Father, spoken word, just release it like it was done here. Just release it in, in the, the many that are here. Spoken word, Lord, I, I would do that every Sunday. I love that. Father, we just accept it here. We release it, Lord God. God, if it makes you smile, then I want it here. If it, if it makes you dance, then I want it here. If it, if it causes your eyes to well up in tears, then, then I want it to be done here. And Father, you've made us all in your image. You, you've created us in your image, meaning that, that every, every, everything in creation that you are, you put in us. And so we are creative. Even those of us that, that have never been told that, even those that don't believe that, you are creative because you're created in God's image. And God is the Father of creation. So we release creativity. Everywhere that it has been quenched, we just lift the lid off of it. We tear the roof off of it. We remove the ropes that have been tied against it, that has been left in a corner to die. We just cut the ropes and we release it. And in those areas where, where creativity has never been encouraged or even noticed, we just spark it fresh anew. Father, new musicians... Father, new singers, new dancers, Lord God, new writers, Lord God, we release it right now, Lord God. Even in the, in the children's church that are back there, Lord, we just release new create. Father, let them grow up in a, in a place where they're unhindered, Lord, to praise you, to worship you. Let that next generation be so free. Let them just always be putting a smile on your face, always be tickling your heart, always be causing you to laugh and to cry at the same time, Lord God. We bless the, that, that young generation, Lord God. And Father, for the, for the generation of youth and young people that we have, Lord God, you know that we need a breakthrough. You know that we need young people that would stand and overpower the word of the world, Lord God. So Father, we release and we encourage and we build up. And Lord, I pray that there would be fathers here to the fatherless, that there would be mothers to the, to the motherless, Lord God, to so those that don't have, those that care and love, Lord, that we would be that, Lord God. Release it in us. Oh, body of Christ, I free you.
1: And, and this is how the Lord showed me to close in worship. Is I'm, I asked Sal, because Sal has used the Lord. He's given his creativity, which Sal has learned to release to God. And I just asked him, to, as he worships, to just go around among you. And and an impartation is going to happen. That release is going to happen as he worships over you. So that's how we're going to close in worship right now. Just let that gift begin to blossom in you. When you want to come up here, just come to Pastor George and say, I have a song, I have a poem, I have a dance. I I just want to play my guitar, whatever it is. You're welcome. Your gift, I just declare to you right now, your gift is welcome to be expressed in this place.
8: Father, we just ask, Lord. Father, we call on you, the creator of the universe, the creators of heaven and earth. We ask, O God, that you will release your spirit of creativity. Lord God, that which was dead, that which was lost, that which was just put on the back burner or put on the shelf, Lord God, to come alive again, to come alive again, Lord. Lord, things that, or instruments or creativity or things, Lord God, that we just left alone for years, for years. We ask, oh Lord, we blow life into that thing. We blow life, we blow the dust off. Right now, in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask, Lord, that you would just spark it up again. Spark it up again, even if we feel like a 10-year-old. Even if we feel like a little kid again, Lord God. But, Lord, we want to do something for you. We want to do something for you. There's things that we can do. There's things that you've shown us and that you've taught us and that we've done before. Lord God, we just never touch those areas again. Father, we ask for your spirit. We ask for your spirit to come alive in us. We ask, oh, Lord God, Lord, in things that we've done, and creative things that we've done in other churches, in other ministries, Lord God, we haven't even looked at it again. Father, forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord God, because you put that in us. Forgive us, Lord God, and we ask, oh Lord, that we would use it to serve you that we would use it to worship you. Whether it's singing, whether it's dancing, whether it's doing sound and audio engineering, whatever it is, drawing or painting, Lord God, or just serving, 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 serving serving others, serving you, serving others, serving you, serving others, serving you, you, pleasing you, pleasing you, pleasing the heart of the Father, pleasing the heart of the Father, acting like the heart of the Father. Lord, we ask for it to be released, release, release. Release, 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 release. We want it now. Those of you who want it now, stand to your feet. Those of you who want that thing to fire to come up again. Those of you who want to touch that instrument again. Those of you who want to dance again. Those of you who want to do things for the Lord. Stand and open up your hands. Reach out to the heavens. 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 heavens. And Lord, we ask for release. Drop it like a bomb on us, God. Fall on us, Lord. Fall on us, Lord. Fall on us, Lord. Fall on us, Lord. How can we love you? How can we serve you? How can we be closer to you? How can we start thinking out the box? How can we start living out the box? Give us freedom, Lord. Give us freedom, Lord. Even the way we think of worship, give us freedom. Freedom, release us, God, to start reaching you, Lord, in depths and levels and, Lord, in heights. New levels in you. New passions, new visions, new desires. Help us to stop following the religious format. Help us to stop being a Sunday Christian, but to be a Monday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday, a Friday, a Saturday, a 24-7, 24-7 relationship with you, 24-7 worship. Lord God, let our lifestyles be a lifestyle of worship. Lord, what I eat, what I drink, the way I speak. Release. Let it be released. Let it be released. Let it be released. Let it be released.
0: Lord. Thank you for supporting the Sanctuary Fellowship. We are a new and growing church with a passion and a heart towards enjoying God, serving people and building healthy families. We pray that you will continue to fellowship and grow with us as we follow hard after God. Don't forget to visit us on the web at www.sanctuaryfellowship.org.
2: God bless.